I'm Megan. And I'm Nicole. A.K.A. The The Shallow Shallow Sisters. Sisters. We're just identical twins trying to navigate this crazy thing called life in some rather interesting times. Why life in the shallow end? Well, one, it's obvious. But two, we have learned that if we want to live the life of our dreams, we can't just launch into the deep end. We're here to get vulnerable, get real, and learn a thing or two along the way. Are Are you you ready ready to to jump jump in? in? Hello, everybody. Welcome to day 26 of uh, quarantine. Here we are, um, just surviving this life that we're in right now. Megan, how are you? How you doing? You know, I'm doing okay. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to say really great, but then realized that would be a lie. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I was also having these feelings when we were recording the podcast and we were talking about vulnerability, and I was like, yeah. Last week was hard. I had a breakdown multiple times last week and was feeling this anxiety whirl of feels. So here, yeah. I moved through it, though. I moved through it. A lot of transitions happening, and for those that are a little bit more energetically inclined or can feel universal energy, there's a lot of shifts happening. And I'm not really good at, like, pinpointing what that is specifically, apart from, like, full moon energies. Um, but I could feel it. Yeah, it was real. It was well, real. I was like randomly crying. Like yep. tears would show up. I was engaging in all sorts of like avoidance behaviors that like result in me waking up at 3 a.m., writing lists, like writing my whole life story of like, these are what I need to happen to make me feel better. And then does that really help me? No, not really. But I go into the spiral of doom. <laughs> So that's kind of where we're going to talk today a little bit about how to uh, identify if maybe you're this person that just feels all the feelings and you don't know why. And someone told me, my good friend Dania, um, told me that maybe I'm an empath. And I was like, what's that? Because, you know, I need like some science and stuff behind something before I think it's real. (laughs) So... Whereas she, I'm like, I'm a believer. Yeah. Just because. Oh, and this is Nicole speaking, by the way. Nicole, Nicole needs the science. Um, so she sent me to this book that has some pretty interesting information, and I related to it super well. And it's called, oh, let's find it, The Empath Survival Guide by Judith Orloff, MD. Um, so very excited to do this. And today we're going to do a questionnaire with Megan to see if she is also an empath because we're twins. And I mean, if I am one, then like she's probably one. And then maybe my mom and I don't know. We'll see. So we're going to do the quiz. Let me just pull that up here. Megan, are you ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Now we're going to have to take some data. So as you can see here, I have my post-it. Well, you can't see, but you can hear my post-its rushing around. We're going to go yes and a no column. Okay. And then I'm going to just keep track for you, Megan, as you answer and ponder each question. Okay. All right. Self-assessment. Are you an empath? Number one. Have I ever been labeled oversensitive, shy, or introverted? (laughs) My entire life. Yes. Okay. Do I frequently get overwhelmed or anxious? Uh, yeah. (laughs) How often? Oh, you know, like, hourly. Okay. (laughs) 
do do yeah. arg do arguments and yelling make you feel sick? Uh, yes. Like I want to curl up and hide away. Yeah. Last week I felt like I was gonna vomit. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't do well with people yelling at me. No. Do I? Do you often feel like you don't fit in? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a little bit more challenge. Like I can get along with a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Like I'm really good at getting along with everyone. Um, but actually feeling like I fit in, like not as much. Interesting. Do crowds drain you and do you need alone time to revive yourself? Oh my God. Like put me in a ball and I can like only survive like 10 minutes. So far we have five for five. Okay. <laughs> do noise, odors, or nonstop talkers overwhelm you? Um, well, odors are fine. I don't really smell things. And, Me either. Um, yeah. And that also may be due to a pool accident. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably the chlorine that we did as lifeguards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, with talkers, uh, yeah, talkers for sure. Like if I am like if I talk for too long, or if I have someone talking to me for too long, there's like a wall, that, an energetic wall that goes up, mm. and then I can't function for the rest of the day. And noise, like if you're in a really noisy place, does that bug you? Like, do you get a, uh, yeah, like, like even like, concerts and stuff like concerts and like, um, malls are noisy sometimes. And I'm going to put, like yeah, busy, like concerts are fine, but like the busy sounds mm. of like muffledness, that's just like energetic mm. BS that, yeah. yeah, uncontrolled stuff. All right. So I'm going to put yes for that. Cause I feel like two out of three on there. Yeah. Um, do you have chemical sensitivities or low tolerance for scratchy clothes? <laughs> I mean, I don't like those itchy sweaters. But like, I mean, like to the extent that it, like you would change and be really bothered by it and it would affect you. Yeah. I'd have to take that off. Okay. Probably why I don't like wearing clothes. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um... Do you prefer taking your own car to places so that you can leave early if you need to? Yes. <laughs> I will skip the opportunity to carpool almost every time. I know, me too. I'm like, oh, unless it's with someone like you know you're going to be like going home with, but that's it. Um, or someone who understands your need to leave places early. Yeah. Like when someone offers to pick me up for a date that I've never met before, I'm like, nope. And same with like, uh, with Kieran, he, uh, so I just ask him to be, I just have to tell him at a party. I'm like, we need to go. And I send him lots of signals. I usually nudge him a lot more. Yeah. (laughs) And then I'm like, oh, I'm tired. (laughs) And then he knows, or if I get closer to him. Yeah. If I start hanging around him a little bit too much at a, like a family gathering or something, he's like, oh, Nicole's got to (laughs) go. Yeah. He's learned the cues. People will learn. Okay. Do you overeat to cope with stress? <laughs> I made like all the desserts since this quarantine. Okay. Energy balls are a must and cupcakes have been around the house. No icing, but they are very chocolatey. <laughs> yeah. And it helps. I may have eaten a whole bag of peanut M&Ms. So that's cool. That's, that's, that's a lot. That is a lot. <laughs> Um, let's see here. Um, 
Sorry, I just had a call coming in. You know, work-life balance. Okay, almost done here. Um, are you afraid of becoming suffocated by intimate relationships? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. Yes. I mean, it's like I want a relationship, but then at the same time, like if the thought of having to like move around someone else's schedule causes me a lot of anxiety. Or yeah. like be in their house. And well, right now, like I can't even see that being a good thing is I have the COVID-19 is an excuse. But, like, exactly. It's reducing the pressure. I was talking. Reducing the pressure. Yeah. Totally. So it's reducing that pressure to be physically in the same place as somebody. Yeah. It's like I like the person, but it's a lot easier to like communicate on my terms over text or phone call <laughs> versus like being in their space. Yeah. Um, do you startle easily? Oh my God. Yeah. Like shaken. Yeah. Like with a loud sound or something. I like oh, yeah. jump out of my skin. Okay. Knocks them right out. Uh, do you react strongly to caffeine or medication? Yes, but I still do it. <laughs> I still drink the caffeine, even though I react strongly to it. But you don't drink it too late, right? No, can't drink it past... Well, I'm drinking coffee right now, and it's past noon. But normally, I try not to drink it past noon. Yeah. I remember one time I took I had coffee before a test, and then I was shaking like a crazy person. Oh, the yeah. whole test. Back in the university days, I would really abuse that. Yeah. Um, do you have a low threshold for pain? I don't know. That's a good question. I broke my leg, and I broke my collarbone. You could say no, I, though. You're allowed to say no to some things. Yeah, I feel like... And I've burned myself like a good amount of times now. Yeah, you've had a lot of experience with high pain situations. Yeah, so that would be a... a, a, a no. Yeah. No. No. Um, do you tend to socially isolate? <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> Not when asked by the government, but when you choose to. So whether asked by the government or not, I do prefer social distancing. <laughs> yeah. This has not been a huge change for me. No. Um, do you absorb other people's stress, emotions, or symptoms? 100%. Oh, we are just rocking this quiz. You're getting so many. You're getting a high percentage here. Um, are you overwhelmed by multitasking and do you prefer to do one thing at a time? Um, no, I tend to multitask. But do you get overwhelmed by doing that? No, it seems to be where the flow of my brain is good at. All right, cool. Um, do Apparently you. That was the right answer. That's fine. <laughs> Do you replenish yourself in nature? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. If you go to my personal Instagram feed, that's all there is. Nature, nature, nature. Nature, nature, nature. Um, do you need a long time to recuperate after being with difficult people or energy vampires? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, and like, for business, I've definitely had that experience of, like, attracting a client and they just drain everything out of me. One hour conversation, I can't survive the rest of the day. I feel like turn off. I'm mm. just so done. Yeah. No, me too. Yeah. Me too. I feel yeah. Okay. Do you feel better in small do you feel better in small towns or the country rather than large cities? I do love small towns, which is probably why I love living in Peachland. Um mm. but now even living where I do in Coquitlam, it's been not bad. Because we have, like, you know, our little community that's mm -hmm. a little bit separated. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you prefer one-to-one -one interactions in small groups to large gatherings? 
Yeah, one to one for sure. Super chatty one to one. Uh, quietest person ever if we're in a big group because I watch yeah. people instead. Yeah. So, would you like to find out if you're an empath or not? <laughs> I wonder what the answer is. Can you guess, audience? Do and, you know? And what we'll do is like if you decide to take this quiz, get the book. Check it out or just follow along and you can just answer the questions. Yeah, we'll um, link it in the write-up. Yeah, we'll link the book in the write-up. Um, so if you answered yes to one to five questions, you're at least a partial empath. Okay. So, so you got like 19 questions. Out of? 21. <laughs> so if you answered yes to six to 10 questions, you have moderate empath tendencies. If you answered... 11 to 15 questions, you have strong empath tendencies. And if you answered yes to more than 15, you are a full-blown empath. So, Megan, you are a full-blown empath. Full-blown. Full-blown. I also <laughs> I also received this score. And so the really understanding myself and realizing, hey, like maybe my needs – to meet my needs and actually like to wrap, like practice my self care strategies. I need to base them off of like what an empath needs, what someone who feels other people's energies need. So this book, well, this book I'm just reading, I just started it. So like, I still don't know. (laughs) I am learning and it's gonna be great. (laughs) Well, you tell me and then I'll probably read it too. Yeah, no, it's a good one. Um, there's like empath, is that like the scientific term for like those like more spiritual people? No, I think it's like a personality. I don't know. It's like it's just like how you respond to in the environment. I think yeah. it's just like a it just describes how one will respond and usually people are like mislabeled as like I think highly sensitive person or something. Or anxious. And it's like a new diagnosis that some doctors are coming out with. Um, but it also, but it's, it doesn't really, it's more of it saying that it's like a disorder, but it's not a disorder. It's just who's, everyone responds differently to the environment and it's understanding maybe our needs are different than someone else who doesn't experience this. Like Kieran doesn't experience this at all. Like his wall is like fully up and stuff like that. So I don't know. I think, yeah. yeah, That's why I attract a lot of empaths with like my social media coaching stuff. Yeah, it was interesting because they talked about, like, empaths and dating. And usually empaths are more attracted to emotionally unavailable people. Uh, so you that- like there's a pattern or something. Yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted to put that out there for you, Megan. Like, I'm, like, going on a date. Like, I've got, I'm on, like, date number potential three with this person. And I feel like he's more like Kieran. Like, not an empath, which is a struggle, but at the same time, also not so much. Might yeah. be good. Yeah. But I'm trying to stay open to that. Yeah, no, I think it's fine. Yeah. I'll let you know if I find out more information around dating in this book. Yeah, keep me updated. <laughs> um, I'm sure a lot of other single ladies out there that'd be curious about it, too. Yeah. I love feel learning about this stuff. They do. Next time, we can go into if we feel like we run out of things we want to talk about. But we could do that now, too. There's two different types of empaths there's like a physical one or an emotional empath did you want to do it now yeah let's do it all right so we got time we got time we got the whole world we're in quarantine we're in we're in quarantine we have time yeah (laughs) for those of you that aren't in canada 
we have a prime minister named Justin Trudeau, and he's doing a great job. He shows up and every day. So. He's also got really kind eyes. Yeah, he does. He he's doesn't a- make it that much better. And also, this is a side note, but I feel like it needs to be addressed. He said the word moist on national TV yesterday. <laughs> so and he also laughed at his own joke, and it was the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> I was there for it. It was the one I watched. <laughs> and then, yeah. He was fumbling on his words yesterday. You could tell that, like, the real Trudeau was shining through, and I loved it so much. Yeah, I feel like it almost gave me permission to not be perfect because I was like, if our prime minister makes mistakes when he's talking in front of the nation, then it's okay if I fumble and say something weird and then just like step up and just keep going, you know? Go Trudeau. We're so proud to be Canadian. And we're proud to have him on board. Yes. All right. Now tell me if I'm a physical or an emotional empath. I think I can make a general hypothesis of what I know, but we'll see. Okay. All right. First question. Have you ever sat next to someone in pain and started to feel pain too? Mm, I don't think so. No. You would know, I think, because you would feel pain. Um, do you get physically ill in crowds? Um, do I get physical pain in crowds? Like physically ill. Do you feel sick? Oh, yeah. Have you been called a hypochondriac but know your symptoms are real? Or at least, like, if you think you're sick, but... Yeah. Like, I swore I was sick on Monday. Yeah, but Karen thinks I'm nuts. I'm like, I need an ibuprofen. <laughs> and yeah. he's like, why are you taking drugs for that? <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure I have COVID-19. Everyone around me, no, you don't. And I'm like, but... What if I then, feel like... was fine. Yeah, no, you don't. Um, do you react to other people's stress by developing a physical symptom in your own body? Um, maybe. The... I have I get a lot of jaw pain. Mm, interesting. Let's just say yes. After, like, talking with people. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you get energized by some people and depleted by others? Hundred percento. Uh, do you frequently go to the doctors without getting treatments that help? I don't go to the doctor anymore. Probably because you never got treatments that helped. Right. Because the last time I went to a doctor, she tried to give me anxiety medications. Yeah. And I was like... That's a whole other conversation. (laughs) That's why I've avoided it ever since. Yeah. Mm. Like daughter, like father. (laughs) Okay. Um, Are you chronically fatigued or do you have mysterious and unexplained ailments? Mm, Well, I mean, right now I'm like, they are kind of explained. Yeah. My neck hurts, my knees hurt, but I'm definitely taking it as a message to slow down. But they're not, like, completely unexplained. No, they're not. Okay. Do you often feel exhausted by crowds, preferring to stay at home? (laughs) Yeah. Is your body sensitive to sugar, alcohol, and processed foods? Yes. Okay. Next. Are you an emotional empath? These are emotional empath questions. Do you pick up other people's emotions, such as anxiety, anger, or frustration? 100%. Do you get an emotional hangover after an argument or conflict? Hundo P. That would be yes. Uh, Do you feel depressed or anxious in crowds? Yep. Do you want to fix people and take away their stress? Yes. (laughs) Every day. Can you intuit other people's feelings even when they are unexpressed? Yep. 
Is it hard to distinguish other people's emotions from your own? <laughs> Probably. Do I care so much about others that I neglect my own needs? Working on not doing that, but definitely a common pattern. Yeah. Do you overeat to cope with difficult people or emotional stress? <clears throat> <laughs> what? I just clear my throat. <laughs> yes. Not that much, but I do tend to eat more when I'm stressed. Yeah. Uh, do you experience mood swings from sugar, carbs, or other specific foods? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, but maybe not. I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, I feel like you've also come to terms with a lot of this, and you kind of figured out what works for your body, too. Totally. Um, okay, so one to three yeses in a category indicate that you're partially, or five or more. So you got five or more on both, and that indicates that you're definitely that type of empath. So you're, like, all of it. So pretty much just a huge empath. Yeah. I feel like that's a good thing. It definitely makes me good at what I do. Um, but it, it definitely requires a lot of tools in order to combat. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. And that I think that's what the biggest like takeaway from this book is like it's not a disorder. It's not a diagnosis. Oh, like I think it's a magic power. <coughs> well, it is. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. What so. did you score? Oh, I got, well, I was keeping track of your data, but I scored pretty much the same on all of those. Yeah, we're, well, we are twins, so mm -hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so now the next step is just figuring out what kind of self-care strategies work for us because it's okay. what works for someone who's an empath isn't going to necessarily work for somebody who isn't. Um, and it was interesting because it also talks about how water is really grounding for empaths and empaths like love being in the water. And like, oh, for those of you who don't know, Megan and I used to like, we were the neighborhood kids who would go to the local swimming pool and stay there all day. All day. We would be underwater all day. We need to have a bath all day, like every day with my mom. And if we didn't get one, then it was sad. And then also if I'm like emotional and I take a bath or if I have a shower, like it does reset me so hard. Oh, yeah. I've been having baths every day. Yeah. Every day. So that was, like, an interesting fact. And I think yeah. some people don't feel that around baths, and they just, it's like, they just use it oh, for... Why the hell would you have a bath? Yeah. <laughs> but it's... baths at the age of 28? Yeah. It's just soaking in your own filth. Well, yeah. not necessarily. Not when you're... And I always I go... I And I sometimes will just shower first and then have a bath. So, promise, I'm not using too many... Like, wasting too much water, but, you know, got to keep my sanity. And if that helps, then that helps. Because I remember just going to the pool and, like, once we were in the water, like, the oh, whole day was huge, different. We'd have huge blowouts at home with our parents, and then we'd go swimming, and we would just feel so much better. And we were competitive swimmers as well, so we've spent all of our lives in the water. Yeah. Um, yeah. Basically, fish. Yeah. So, and then, a, like, empaths really are drawn to living near the ocean or near water. So. Yeah, and in Peachland, I lived near the water, and I was so much happier. And even in Kelowna, I lived near the near the lake. Yeah, and you're near a river now, so like that's pretty good. Got to be near the water. I know my dream. I need to move there soon, ASAP. So anyway, yeah. we'll wrap this up. Um, we'll come back to this topic. I feel like it's a really important one, and I'm sure I there's a so. lot of other people out there who feel like the same way. So yeah, we're um, all in this together that want the information of course you can either send us a message through instagram we'll send you the link um or you can check out the website we put everything in there and of course in the write-ups of the podcast 
We yeah. link everything. Make sure the buyer's journey is as easy as possible for you. Yeah. This book is bomb. I need to read it. Yes. It's free on Scribd right now. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Cool. Loving it. All right. Well, I hope everyone has a fantastic day and day 26 of quarantine. Yeah. We're jumping out now. All right. Bye. Bye.